Come into CVS today and get free flu shots for the whole family. Plus, get a $5 off $20 shopping pass with each one. Visit CVS today. No-cost flu shots with most insurance. Restrictions apply. Visit cvs.com for details. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the TNT champion, one Chris Domingo. <laughs> Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine? Again, air quote as always, Saturday morning, sir. Oh, Roy, I'm doing great. I, I, I mean, I can't wait for just another wonderful playoff run by a Philadelphia sports team. Mm. And I don't mean about the basketball team who will be done playing by like I don't know, maybe that maybe the not the next show, but two shows from now they might be done playing for the season. So you are saying that the local basketball team, our Philadelphia 76ers, will no longer be in the bubble two shows from now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So so what you're saying is like Liam, like Ben didn't need to bring Liam into the bubble. <laughs> he, he didn't need to bring Tanaj or whatever girl. Oh no, well you can't have them. But no, like, no, no, I, no. I, I no. mean, but like he he can't have Liv, like or like like no, it, it needs like you know what this needs to be over. Like I, I mean, all of it. I mean, how many games have they won in this bubble? Two. They are three and four, I believe. Okay. Yes. By yeah. the way, that was the worst three-game winning streak in the history of three-game <laughs> Yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers, they are going to begin a first-round series coming up next week. I believe the first game is going to be Monday. I know the playoffs start Monday. I'm not sure when their first game is. But they're going to start a playoff series against the Boston Celtics. The Eastern Conference playoffs are set. The Western Conference playoffs will be set as of Saturday when the playing game happens. But a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Nine. We're talking about the Sixers. We're talking about a team that put on the shells, ladies and gentlemen, helmets and pads <laughs> on Wednesday. For the they first hitting. time. For well, the first time. Kind of sort of hitting. Not really hitting. But sort of hitting. <laughs> they got no, the shells. When, when, will they, when is the first day they will be allowed to hit? I want to say it's next week. I'll get the date. I'll get the date for you. <laughs> well, they hit before our next show. I believe yeah, they will hit before our next show. That much I know. <laughs> It's almost Labor Day. The season is set to begin literally set. a month away schedule. from schedule. this. Yes, we got schedule. a schedule. Schedule. Schedule to begin a month from the day we were taping this podcast, August 13th. September 13th, again, the Kansas City Chiefs are expected to get their Super Bowl rings. They're scheduled to <laughs> and play a opening game. Uh, I'm sorry, September 10th. Excuse me, September 10th is the first game of the season uh, scheduled on the NFL calendar. So we will see. We will see what happens. Again, with the Eagles, again, the shells are on. Uh, Darius Slay already talking trash to Greg Ward. <laughs> talking about how he's going to lock him up, which, again, isn't that impressive. But that's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there because Greg Ward, as we learned, is maybe the leader in the locker room, in the wide receiver room. Oh, 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 oh but No, but we already brought another leader back for the eighth time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. The, uh, the, but the, the Cowboys bring Everson Griffin in, but what do I know? Yeah, the revolving door of people coming back has continued to revolve once again. Remember that there. press conference, Roy? Yes. When Howard wrote, you know what? I need to find that. I need to go into like EaglesArchives.com, if that's such a site, and find that press conference where Howie said, and th- and this isn't like taking words out of his mouth. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm using his exact words. He said, we need to get younger. Period. Mm-hmm. Reciting Vinnie Curry for the fifth time is not getting younger. When you When you've already spent resources and capital like that Jannard Avery where is he uh he's what way down in the death chart we have to talk about the death chart because again the death chart changed once again because we have a retirement <laughs> in one of the weakest positions of the of the uh of the Eagles defense we will talk about that but we'll also get into the Phillies because again as of this taping the Phillies season is 20 percent over now what that <laughs> means and what that kind of means for makeup games, who knows, because baseball is all over the place when it comes to the number of games that teams have played this season. The, the Phillies have played 13. Will they play 60? Who knows? I doubt it. But we'll it's talk about like 130. Exactly. And finally, Chris Domingo's favorite new team, 
the Philadelphia Flyers of hockey. <laughs> yes. Undefeated <laughs> in the Toronto bubble so far. So they're gentlemen. like the, the rich man's Phoenix Suns. Yes. Yes. They're the rich man, the rich man's Phoenix Suns. 1-0 in their series against the Montreal Canadiens. They are 3-0. and They were 3-0 and to gain the first seed in the Eastern Conference bubble. Uh, so we will talk about that again on this show. So we got a lot you of know, stuff to get to. Roy, you know how, like, the Cleveland Browns fans had those shirts named of all those, like, 39 quarterbacks that they've had since, yes. like, I don't know, ben, you know, the Flyers fans need to do that since, like, all the uh, goalies they've had since, like, Hextall. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, the, the Dominic Roussel, Tommy Stoddestrom, yes. Brian Boucher. Like, yeah, get all those look at the list of all those dudes. Elliot Brisgolov walked so Carter Hart could run. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, so we got a lot to talk about on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future sports talk radio has finally arrived. Any shout outs, sir? Uh no. Shout outs. Huge shout out to uh, one Dick Allen, who we learned today. Is going to be added to the added to the Philadelphia Phillies Hall of Fame. Dick Allen is a is one of the, the franchise's greats. Again, this is a long um, honor for Dick Allen. Dick Allen is going to be the first player to be inducted to the Phillies Hall of Fame who hasn't been inducted into Cooperstown, which is a pretty you know pretty crazy thing to think about that he's not in Cooperstown. Um, but there's a, another vote for from the Veterans Committee to induct him into Cooperstown later this later this year. Hopefully, he gets in. Dick Allen with the Phillies bat at 290, 204 home runs. Uh, he had, uh, looking at the number, 655 RBI. He won, let's see, he won Rookie of the Year as a Philly, and then they traded him, and then he promptly uh, won an MVP with the Chicago White Sox. Dick Allen's one of the great baseball, first basemen of all time, just a legend. Shout out to Dick Allen. I am glad that he's going to be added to the Phillies Hall of Fame, added to the, the wall in Citizens Bank Park. And I guess this opens up the question, since you no longer have to be in the Hall of Fame anymore to be added to the Philadelphia Phillies list of retired members, what does that mean for Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, and Ryan Howard? Do you think any of those guys? Yeah. This isn't the this isn't the Wall of Fame. No, this, because because I think there there's a distinction. Correct. A lot of people have had have been have been put in the Phillies Wall of Fame, like guys like Mickey Morandini, Mike Lieberthal. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but Mickey Morandini and Mike Lieberthal have not had their numbers retired. Correct. So yeah. I think, so obviously all the 08 greats, Chase, Ryan, Jimmy, have all been in the Wall of Fame, I think. Yes. I think they all went in like last year or two years ago. So okay, yeah. okay, got it. Um, I would say, you, you know what, in the, in the spirit of, not trying to be controversial. I think all three of those guys get it. I think they do. I mean, I really think, like, because, again, you think about it, they are literally the best shortstop, best second baseman, and best first baseman in franchise history. Now, granted, like, the franchise hasn't had a great history. I mean, this hasn't been the, the best franchise in the history of mankind when it comes to um, talent. But, I mean, Jimmy Rollins, again, I mean, his, I mean, look, all three of those guys' credentials speak for themselves. I mean, at one point, Chase Utley was the best offensive second baseman in baseball. Yes. I mean, Jimmy Rollins, you know, had that incredible MVP season. Uh, my, uh, Ryan Howard had the incredible MVP season. I mean, Ryan Howard hit 50 home runs with four years in a row. Um, like he was, it was just, a, just a beast. So, I mean, all three of those guys are Philadelphia Phillies legends, and I think they all probably should get their number retired. No, but um, I think I think Dick Allen did these guys a service because he eliminated the whole, oh, if they're not in the Hall of Fame, because I don't think any three of those guys are Hall of Famers. I agree. I don't think any of those guys get into the baseball Hall of Fame. But, yeah, but the Phillies, number of retirement, whatever you want to call that, their Hall of Fame, absolutely, absolutely. I think those guys deserve that honor. But if you want to debate that with us, you can hit us up on Twitter. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I know he's. I know Chris is going to be live tweeting all the Flyers action this weekend. I took off tomorrow just so I can mentally prepare for 3 wow. p.m. So, so I get ready for kind of hot. In between the pipes. So this is 3 p.m. Friday. Yes. So, oh, so sorry. Oh, no, Friday. sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm taking already fly time machine uh, yes. back to Friday. But yes. then Sunday afternoon, another one. Another one. Yeah. So <laughs> you got that. We got, I'll be tweeting uh, that playing NBA playing game on Saturday. Um, whoever it is, it's still TBD as far as who's going to be in the playing game. We might have an answer by the end of today's show. I'm not sure if we will or not. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it's not looking like we're going to get the steel cage match between Damian Lillard and uh, Devin Booker. No, no, we will not get that. But again, we're going to get some good basketball coming up next week. Again, the playoffs officially start in the bubble. And speaking of which, 
The Philadelphia 76ers have drawn the Boston Celtics in the first round of That's case scenario, right? The Sixers are 3 and 1 against the Boston Celtics this season. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, no, that's not all I'm going to say about that. Obviously, Boston's a really good team. They've looked pretty good in this bubble. And Kemba's you know back. Look, you know who hasn't looked good in, in the bubble? The Sixers. Well, all right, let's talk about this. <laughs> bubble Tobias is better than non-bubble Tobias, right? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, bubble. Uh, no, but what has Bubble Tobias translated to in terms of bubble wins? Not many. So then, Not many. Sorry, Three. I, I, I was had to catch myself. So then, what is the <laughs> what is the intrinsic value of Bubble Tobias? Well, Bubble Tobias has to be your second best player in this playoff series against the Celtics. No, and but but is it pot? No, but he needs. But I think what people just can't get or aren't refusing to get is Tobias's best second. Is it enough to be Tobias Harris being the second best player? Frankly, isn't going to be enough. He needs to be like one B. He needs to have an out of this body, an out of body experience playoff series. Give me, give me numbers. Give me, if if I told you, if I said the Sixers win this game and win this series in six games, what does Tobias Harris numbers have to be? 50 points. <laughs> he has to be that good. He really no, has to be that no, good. No, no, no. For him to for them to win this series, and I don't even say it, they they won't win this series in six games. If, okay. if they win, they'll win in seven. He'll have to average thirty two points a game. He has to be that good. Yes, because because, you, because you, okay. do you even know who the third best player on this team will be? Um, no, that's a no, problem. No, 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 no. no. So if you <laughs> know, if you don't know the third, then you probably don't know the fourth. No. I mean, I assume the third best player is going to be Al Horford, but I don't know. I assume the fourth best player is Josh Richardson, but I don't, oh, but but I don't I know. Forgot he, uh, the, the thing about, like, but I have to remind myself, Twitter is not real life. And I mm-hmm. and I remember against a team, the Blazers, he had, he had a very good game. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget he's hasn't been great the entire bubble, and he's been rather – I'd say pedestrian, but he's been okay the entire season. And I think we've we've waited the entire season for one of these guys to step up. Mm-hmm. What? Which one of these guys is capable of stepping up in this series? I mean, other other than Tobias, you're saying? No, well, no, 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 no. He, the, the, there's no option for him. Right. He doesn't have a like. No, he's. This is involuntary. Involuntarily stepping up. Tobias Harris needs to involuntarily step up. I think. I think. Al Horford is, is capable of stepping up, and I think he has to. But him stepping up, I don't know if that's going to be enough either. I really, I don't. Like, I just don't think it's going to be enough. I mean, no. he's going to he's going to have a lot of opportunities. He's going to get a lot of touches. He'll probably average fifteen and seven or whatever. I'm just going to throw out some numbers or whatever. That's probably not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough because what are the in, in your mind? What are the two biggest X factors? Not even for Sixers or Celtics or whatever. What are the two biggest, I guess, plot lines, X, like things that need to happen for either team to win? So, all right. Well, let me let me put it like this: for the Sixers to win, they need to they need to find. I think they need to find someone who can consistent. Well, I mean, God, who do you? I mean, again, between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker, you, give me the three guys who are going to guard those guys because I don't know the answer. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I can give you an answer. But I mean, like, who can effectively guard those guys, like, you know, for thirty minutes a night? Because again, no, unless I, you're going to play like Matisse Bible, I mean, I mean, uh, that many minutes, they don't have the guys. They just don't. No, and but isn't that what this all season was for, Roy? Was to get guys to defend this team because they sure as heck. Sorry, I'm really trying, really, no, really good. trying, really trying not to. Um, uh, voice my real opinion. Like, was it like if you don't have shooters, then where are your defenders? That's that's the thing. This was the bully ball team. This was yes. the team that's, that was going to win games, you know, ninety nine to ninety five, right? So it's like, all right, if I don't have shooters and I have physical guys who can get you off a spot again, Al Horford, very good defender. Like you know, Joel Embiid, very good defender. And I um, understand Simmons isn't there, which is a massive loss, yeah. but. You should still, regardless of Simmons being there or not being there, you should be able to defend at an of an above average level. Not and even elite. I'm not even asking for elite. I'm asking defense leads the offense for this team. Mm-hmm. Shut one of the three down. De- okay, okay, Ali. Like I don't know. 
I think which one of those three guys do you and and the matchup that you think is going to have has the best chance of being neutralized? Uh, if I oof, that's a good question. Um, if I had to guess, well, I mean, when I say when you say neutralize, I mean, I guess I don't know if Jalen Brown's going to go off for you. I don't want to say they're going to neutralize him. Who's who's I mean, the most important guy you need to stop? The the guy you I think the guy you need to stop is is probably Kemba because he's yes. probably have the ball in his hand all the time. And like again, given given the way we've seen uh, point guards recently, even not even good ones, kind of uh, light the Sixers up recently. Um, see you know Booker, Devin, and see Lillard, Damian. Um, the way we've seen that recently, um, Kemba Walker on 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 Shake Milton's barbecue chicken. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> or, or 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 even Josh Richardson because Richardson hasn't proven himself to be that good of a no. defender. No, so that's the thing. It's like if Ke- like Kemba Walker again, and he, he looks like he's close to um, the form he was before his injury. But if Kemba Walker, you know, Kemba Walker can pretty much get to the basket whenever he wants to against his team. Like I, I don't see why how he can't, how he can't. And we and haven't so, even gotten to the bench, right? Who, like, yeah, Rich- yeah. Because for me, I think even in the best case scenario that. It's not happening, but I mean, like, say it were to happen that the Sixers starting five would play this the Celtics starting five to a pseudo draw. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 Celtics bench is not significantly better than the Sixers bench. Yeah, I mean, God bless God bless those guys. You know, the Forkon Korkmazes and Matisse Thibels and Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson, those guys, but. Those guys again are like you said are they're significant downgrade from the from the starters. I mean, there's a significant drop off in that. When those guys are in, it's extraordinarily hard for this team to put together offense. It just is. Um, and again, Alec Burks has played and, great. He's played and, great. And Roy, this is against okay defensive teams. But Boston is a top ten defensive team. Marcus Smart is one of the what ten best perimeter defenders. I, mm-hmm. I mean, like this is just a like. And even if Simmons were playing. I still would not pick the Sixers to win. I, I think you're, yeah, I think you're right. And look, and look, even with even when Simmons was playing, like this team still had problems defending defending teams. But even now, yes. now without him, again, they gave up what one twenty five to the Raptors, what one thirty to one thirty to the Suns, one twenty four to the Blazers. I mean, come on, like fam, yeah, like what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's not pretend that um, if the Sixers were to lose this series, it's all one hundred percent because of Ben Simmons not playing. No. Like, well, one, I, I think the. The end of this book has been written for a long for for weeks. It probably was written pre pre COVID, to be honest with you. It, it, it's just now we just have an appendix. Like it, it's like that 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 director's cut chapter, the bubble. <laughs> yeah, this this is that this is the part. I know you don't you're not a big Avengers guy, but like it's the part after those movies in the MCU, yes. like after the credits. This is the post credit scene that we're seeing right now. We know how the movie ends. Like the movie yeah, ends. No, no, it, it would just be like all episodes of Batista Nibel's vlog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, how how do he and Kyle Quinn uh, get off of the boat? Like, that's yeah, no, no, right that's now. it. Like, no, and, and Kyle didn't even have that reason when he when when he missed the COVID test. Yeah, <laughs> so so we no, love the, the, that, that's yeah. the thing, Roy. I like <coughs> obviously I'll watch every game and cheer and root and, and and complain. Like, but I just need to. I just want the season because I need to. I need to reassess the season and see. Where it went wrong, or did it just go wrong? July first, twenty nineteen. Yeah, July first. Yeah. Okay, so so basically, this was even though we wanted to give it a shot with with Horford and like, but it's it feels like and, and like I and it sounds like you you'd agree too that the season was doomed the first with the first move they did or did not make, which was not resign JJ Redick. You take off. You take away your best shooter. And, 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 and honestly, Joel and, and Joe on Reddick's podcast, I, I know I know it was his podcast, but I think he said it, and, and it, it's like he echoed what we said was it, that was the – he said it was the best basketball relationship he, he ever had, and it showed on the court. Mm-hmm. You take away your best shooter. You take away your best offensive creator and a pretty, and a pretty good defender, nothing for nothing, and then you add a guy who was kind of duplicative of your best guy in Al Horford. It was pretty much destined to, to, to get to this point, like from July first. I think July first is the day. I think I think it was just destined. I don't I don't want to say fail because I I mean I guess you can call this a failure. I don't know what you want to call this, but oh no, it's an abject. It's okay, a, it's yeah. an above. No, no, and I think, but I think what like we're in the problem solving business. For yes. How when this if and when this happens, and I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, y'all! 
It's going to happen. The Sixers will lose in six games. If we're lucky, seven. If we're not lucky, five. I, I mean, <laughs> like, but I, I mean, how do you solve this problem? You got to get a shooter. How? And, I mean, again, if you want a name, I'll give you a name. Buddy Heald. How about that? Buddy Heald. What would it take to get Buddy Heald? He's not happy with his role. He has a pretty big contract. And you're paying him, you're paying, they're paying him $20 million a year to come off the bench. We so happen to have a guy who makes $20 million a year who comes off the bench. Doesn't come off the bench now because of circumstances. But we have a guy as well. Buddy Heald, Al Horford, throwing whatever pieces you need to do to make it work. Why would why why on earth would 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 the would, would the would the Kings do that? That that's a Listen, young team. Horford's contract is is, is uh, has one year less than Heels' contract. What did they look for more? You said what if they look for more? Yes. What do you want? Tobias <laughs> Harris. I'm gonna open. They're not gonna take that much money back. No, but gonna, like in their, no, but in their mind, they're looking for like a, a a kind of a star. Are they? But Heel comes off the bench for them. No, no, no. Like maybe they're looking for someone to supplant like. Right now, that they have Bojan Bogdanovic in, in like the starting lineup, and okay. he's really good. But mm-hmm. like, say they're like, and and Vladi Divac is stupid enough to do this because, yeah. like, maybe what if Toby balls out, and it's like, yo, we want, yo, we think Toby's the next piece. Let's pray to God he's, he thinks that. So, and, like, you're saying Toby instead of Horford? Say you can get Buddy Heald and a piece and a pick for Tobias Harris. Would you do that? Yeah, you gotta get a shooter. I mean, okay, no, no, but like, is but but is one enough? (sighs) You gotta get, you gotta start with one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it's one of those things where, like, other than and and it sounds like I'm starting to come over on this. Let's. I don't think Brand will get fired because it's been one year. No, no, he won't. I mean, he He should should be fired. Yeah, and Brett Brown will be gone. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like Joe. Like, I, I mean, you really need the read Joe's vibe on, on Ben Simmons. I mean, it seems like he's willing to make it work, but you also need to, like, surround them with as much shooting as humanly can. I, yeah. I mean, like, that's that that really is the gist of this, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you can, like, I, I mean, everything needs to be on the table. I don't care. Everything. Everything like, I, needs to be on the table. I, I don't yeah. care. Like, Matisse Thibault's a great player. He's not an untradeable player no. by any stretch. No. Uh, Josh Richardson needs to be on the table. No, everybody. Every, you know what? And I'm sorry. Like, if if someone blows you away with a deal for Simmons, you think about it. I don't say you do it, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, at some point you're gonna you're gonna get screwed from trusting Ben Simmons. No, you're you're 100 right. Like you said, everything literally needs to be on the table, and and, and everything again. You know, Matisse Thybul, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford. You know. Whatever you know, whatever, whatever, whatever situation you, whatever you need to do in order to surround uh, uh, Joel Embiid with the best team around him possible is, is 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 what you do. Period. Point blank. That's it. I I really think you can make a deal with the Kings. I really think you can make a Horford, whether it's Horford and Josh Richardson or something. I think you can make something happen with the Kings. I really do. Because I mean, what who they, they're starting with? Uh, Holmes at center. Rashawn Holmes. So come on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, they are exactly. You can make it. You can make a deal with the king. So yeah. So I think that happened. Well, again, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. We got a playoff series next week. Starts the seventeenth or eighteenth, whatever day they start. Sixers, Celtics. I think we both think it's going to be six, right? Celtics and six. You know what? I'm going to be. I'm going to be objectionary. I'll say Celtics and five. All right, Celtics and five. I, I guess you're I assuming. Roy, I just don't buy the score. I don't. I, I assume, I assume that you think it's because of the uh, Joel Embiid thumb injury because Joel Embiid um, gets hurt all the time and he hurt his thumb. He's going to be fine, but... <laughs> no, but, like, you know what? This is a, this is another topic for another week because there's enough <laughs> topics to talk about. Like, can you... And I get all-world talent. And I get that, but can you trust this dude? You have to, and and, and and no, no, but and I'm not saying trust him health wise. Trust him. Can you tr- trust? Can you trust Joel Embiid? Can you put all your chips in the table for this? Yeah, because at some team? point you're going to need to. You I, have like, to. That's just, yeah. that's just my feeling. Is it, like I mean, history is a is a is a forbearing like is a for for warning for for the future. So I have a feeling Simmons won't change. It does change. It won't be. It won't be noticeable enough to to move the needle. And mm-hmm. then at some point, you're just gonna say, "Joe, you're the dude. You're the we're guy. Gonna, we're gonna 
we're gonna have to make this like like this franchise altering decision, even though people are like, oh, like at some point this is whether it's, it's I don't I I feel it's not gonna happen next year, but two years from now they're gonna have that come to Jesus moment and be like, Yo, we gotta do it, and and if it at the risk of POing and be off, then so so be it because I don't know, like I don't know, like he's in, like and and it's not. Like people freak out about Carson Wentz's injury history. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if Carson Wentz had Joel Embiid's injury history. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right. But you're right. At some point, whether it's this year, or, well, Joel Embiid is the guy. But again, like they haven't said, you know, Joel Embiid, like you are the you are the one untouchable piece that will build around you like that to that point yet. But it's coming. It's probably going to come because again, this team. You know, they, the West Eastern Conference is only going to get better in the, in the next few years. Yes. The Bucks are only going to get better. The Nets are going to get healthy. Like these other teams have are going to get better. Kevin, have they heard about Kevin Durant? Yeah. So, so like this, like this, the East is going to get a lot better over the next couple of years. So it's not going to get easier for the Sixers down the road. So again, unless something happens, you know, catastrophically, catastrophically with this team, I don't see them making a lot of noise over the next couple of years without some big changes. You don't. No. Without big changes, I mean, without no, no, something. no. But like, what is big? You got to get some more talent on this team. No, 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 but like, no, but like, I, I think it's one of those things where I don't think you're going to get big enough changes unless you get use the big banana. You, you know what I mean? The, like, you got to use the big Joker. You got to play the big Joker. Yes, like I, I mean, sorry, Al Horford is what a nine nine is eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Josh Richardson is like a six of six of diamonds. And no, and the problem was, and I think this is the problem. You incorrectly thought your hand was better. Right. Like, I think that's it. Like, you went into this season thinking you had a full house, but a full house in like 1995. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, but like, but like, you thought, oh, this, the way that a full house is, sorry if this is a poker, but, but, but go with me. <laughs> I mean, you thought this hand in 1995, because uh, obviously Elton Brand watched Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley before on June yeah, 30th. Lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. No, probably watch the last dance. Um, and, and thought, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, that was last year. My bad. But he was like, okay, you. you probably watched the Bad Boys, that Bad Boys documentary. There it's you like, go. There no, you go. We got to beat up Giannis. And it's like, oh, let's build this team to beat up Giannis. And mm-hmm. you know what? On, on, on Christmas Day, they beat up Giannis. But you know what? You don't play Giannis every game. <laughs> you play teams <laughs> that shoot and dribble and penetrate. It, it really is sobering, Roy, watching a lot of – I mean, I think we've all watched a lot of basketball – to see so many teams have multiple guys who can dribble and shoot. It really is like – it feel, like, and I'm not joking. Sometimes it feels like, are the Sixers playing the same game? No, it, yeah, it doesn't seem – it seems like this. Like you look again. You look around the team, around the league. You see backup point guards. You see guys like Fred Van Vliet. It's like, man, man the Sixers had a Fred Van Vliet on this team, a guy who could get like 18, 20 points like on any given night and who could penetrate and break his man down and get to the basket and not be Howell Nato. Like, it's like, you know what? What if, they had Mar- like, what if they had Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart's making $12 million a year. Yeah. It's a, like you said, it's a – Totally different game. Like the offense, offense is such is so easy when you have a dude who can break down a defense. It's so just so so easy. It's like but, a lot but, easier. But these, but, and I keep going back is we know this when we coach our basketball team is when the only the only object operative like the, the only request I have during a draft is can we find a shooter? Just one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things you can grow. Hair. There we go. You can't grow a bomber. <laughs> like I, I mean, like I, I feel like that's gonna be because I always say whenever there's like a disappointing underachieving Philly team, there's always a line attached, like Dream Team, mm-hmm. like Sconces, like mm-hmm. like I like like I feel like it's gonna be build a bomber, build a bomber, build a bomb, grow the bomber. All right. Well, Philly Sixers aren't gonna grow a bomber. Um, in the bubble or out of the bubble probably this year um, because they might not get out of the first round this year. Uh, the, the playoff matchups are set. I'm not going to run through all of them. Um, your your early predictions on who, who makes it to the NBA Finals? I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go uh, – I don't want to be chalky, but I think um, Lakers mm. versus – you know what? It's going to be wild. Boston. Lakers, Boston. I don't hate that. I don't. Hate I don't think that. it's impossible. I I think Miami's. I think Milwaukee showed a little flaws. I, I mean, like 
I think if, if Milwaukee does not get it to the finals this year, it's the, for, for me, it will be the, they don't have a second banana, dude. They don't. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a big Middleton fan, but he's not a second guy. Right. And, and, and at some point, they don't have enough creators. Like, I mean, like, they have a lot of shooters, but at some point, the, t- the other team will get it out of Giannis's hands and someone else needs to play mate. And I don't think Milwaukee has enough dudes like that. And Boston has a bunch. No, you're you're right, and and I'll I'll, I'll pick Milwaukee be, only because of the fact that you're right. Like I see everything that, that you see with Milwaukee, but for some reason they figure out a way. They figure it out like just about every game. They still figure yeah, out yeah. a way to score 115, 120 points. It's like, dude, you got one guy you really need to stop, and you can't stop him. Like you, for whatever reason, he can still like you can still run your offense through Giannis 75 percent of the time and still figure it out like every single game versus just about anybody. But I I don't know I I like I like Boston a lot. If I if I picked another team that wasn't the Bucks, I'd probably pick Boston. I will go my. Uh, I can pick. no, yeah. but but I can see Milwaukee, Toronto, or Boston making it out of the East. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in the not West, Miami. Yeah, no, 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 not Miami, not Miami. In the West, I'll stick with my original pick, uh, the Clippers. I feel a little bit less excited about the Clippers now. Um, than I did before, but I'll, I'll stick with the Clippers. It's it's fine. I mean, again, all Paul I know George. is those first round Western Conference matchups are going to be phenomenal. Yeah, no, Clippers Mavericks is going to be good, man. Yeah, like, that's that's a good that's a good. You got Clippers yes. Mavs, you got Nuggets Jazz, which is whatever. But you got and hopefully we get Lakers Portland. Yeah, Lakers Portland because it's Dame time, as everybody knows. <laughs> he's going to put up fifty because he's, he's been doing that all week. And you got the you got Thunder Rockets uh, without without Russell Westbrook for the first couple of games. Look, remember like, when the Thunder were going to suck this year? Because I was yeah, like, yeah. You know what? You know what? I know we I know we bag on Chris Paul a lot. Chris Paul is really good. Chris Paul is really, um, really good player. Remember when it was a joke? If, like when like, but this shows you we don't know anything. And really, sometimes we should shut up. Remember yeah. when everyone thought, "Oh man, trading for Chris Paul would be crazy." It's like if if the Sixers had Chris Paul right now. They'd be the favorite to get to the get to the finals. Well, that was the thing. It was like, oh, well, if Chris Paul got traded, he wouldn't be playing hard. Why was he playing hard? Because again, like he got the, he's got the Thunder looking pretty good heading heading into the postseason, and they could they could in theory beat the Rockets without Westbrook. I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't shock me because yeah. again, if Austin Rivers is your number two scorer um, going into that series, and I don't know if you want to depend on that, you know, going yeah, forward. Yeah, no, no, no. Everything <laughs> like Paul has done his point God thing. Billy Donovan's a heck of a coach. I, I mean, like that, like no, that's like the thing. But that shows you the what a a great playmaker does. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Ben Simmons is not a great playmaker. He's no. a very good player. He's, he's not a very a good. good he's an excellent passer, not a great playmaker. So there's a no, difference. I think, I think people need to get like there's a difference between finding a no look guy in transition and finding a guy in the right spot in his right like oh no like shooting pocket because Simmons doesn't do that well because it's hard to do that when you're jumping in the <laughs> air and you're trying to like flail and trying to find that first open guy. Exactly. Exactly. And besides like these guys don't have shooting pockets because they're not good shooters. But I see that. <laughs> um all of this goodness and greatness that we've seen in the NBA bubble may come to an end soon, my friend, because the guests are now coming to Orlando. The memo came out earlier this week. The NBA it's allowing guests inside the bubble after the first round of the playoffs, which doesn't affect the Sixers, so it's whatever. Um, per sources, four guests per player, but can be exceeded. That number can be exceeded for children. Guests can travel on team charters following testing, and they, they will be allowed to attend games. So there will be people in the stands for the games for these conference semifinals and finals and NBA finals matchups. Now, the memo goes on to say that the players can bring in family and quote established, long-standing personal <laughs> friends. I need a definition on that. What does that mean? What does that What well, does that mean to you? That we can't we can't do this on we we can't discuss this on on, on, <laughs> on the airways. We can't. Okay. We can't. All right, all right, all right. No. Uh, no. <laughs> my my question. My first question is Roy. Is why are they doing this? Um, because these guys have been in the bubble for two months. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, like it's like my whole thing is if it ain't broke because. I feel like if if like when the number comes back, unless you're doing the same level of testing, I, I just feel like when there's more because when there's more people, the, the bigger like the bigger chance there is to have t- positive tests. And I understand mm-hmm. like it, it, like 
I don't know, like, what compelled them to do this. Like, because it, this was never uh, discussed before this. So, obviously, something must happen in the bubble and be like, these players must have said, yo, we're getting lonely. Like, no, they talked about this before. They did mention this before. Yeah, okay. they said, yeah, they said, I thought it was going to start with the playoffs, but apparently it starts with the second round, which, again, doesn't okay. affect the Sixers. But, yeah, they talked about this before. And they said the guests uh, will quarantine. They can either quarantine at home for three days and then go to Orlando, then quarantine for four days, or they can go to Orlando and quarantine for seven days. And they will be tested. But that being said, when you go from, I don't know, let me just throw a number out there, 300 people to, into the bubble. If you go from that to 1,200, then again, you can quarantine these people all you want. And again, if they're symptoms, you know, they don't test positive for a couple of days and, and test positive once they're in the bubble. And that kind of throws away the whole pristineness of the bubble. Somebody going down there is going to test positive. Like, I, yes. I, it's almost impossible. When they it win. is. Like, no, I, I, I don't. And, and one, like, I understand, like, the need for family, but it was going too well. Like, I, I mean, like, this just, like, it, for me, it's the, it's the, it's the, the law of averages. I mean, if if 350 people are are turning up negative, it's a very small chance that 1500 people are going to be right. negative too. Right, and, yeah, that's, exactly. and that's all I have to say. It's like if you're trying to create the 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 like you said the 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 the, the, the of the bowl and like just it being completely clean or or full no no positive test, bringing people. From out of from out of the bubble, in it just seems not problematic, but there's risk involved. Yeah, yeah. And during and, and the again, playoffs, right? And yeah, during the playoffs, which is kind of like, wait, what are we doing? But I mean, maybe the NBA is thinking, all right, you know, twenty two. We're going from twenty two teams to eight at that point, and then if you're at eight teams, but again, those again, those those twenty two teams, those other fourteen teams, you know, they were quarantined before they went down to Orlando. They had to stay in their rooms. They get tested every day, which I don't think exactly. is going to happen with these guests. It's a little bit different. So again, and, the and it's going to have... be harder. Like, <clears throat> like, are are, are you going to be able to like call, like, check some someone's like kid if they're not wearing a mask? Right. Yeah. Like, so... I think that's another layer. It's like, I think a lot of these guys would feel okay if, like, well, one, they told Dwight Howard wear a mask. But I mean, like, are they going to feel the same way about telling someone's cousin who they don't know if they're not wearing right. a mask or? Or doing something improper to say, "Yo, like, I, like, I don't know, like this." I hope this works out, but I have, I have a little bit of reservations. Yeah, no, I, I do as well. I mean, because again, somebody's going to test positive when they get to the bubble. Now, again, whether they can handle that or not, we'll find out. I mean, again, they've been aggressive when people have violated the bubble, like Lou Williams and, and Rashawn Holmes. So hopefully, they'll do the same thing with these guests. But we will find out. But unfortunately. We will not find out from the Instagram models or the other hangers-on who cannot be in the bubble, according to the memo. Because, again, you have to have uh, more than limited, limited in-person interactions um, with said person in the bubble in, that you're bringing into the bubble. You can't have only known them through social media or an intermediary. So that knocks <laughs> out a lot of people. That knocks out a lot of people. We'll leave it, we'll so, leave it. So, so maybe a lot of these people don't bring guests. I, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, maybe you think – each player in the bubble brings guests. And one, I think just about everybody will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think they will. Like, like, you know, unless you're like one of the single dudes, then you probably bring a couple guests. You probably bring because you got you've been there for six weeks. I mean, you know, you just want to hang out. You want to do want to chill. Yeah. No. Like the more I think about this, Roy, like I, I, I mean, because one, you worry about the court. Like I, like I, I don't know. It, it's just. It's going to be interesting. That's all I got to say. Because yeah. now I have yeah. a little more reservations than I did ten minutes ago. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be it's going to be interesting to see. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about the sport that is not in a bubble. The NFL is back, ladies and gentlemen. The shells are on. They'll be hitting soon. We'll get into all that on the other side. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Welcome back alongside Chris Domingo. I'm Roy Burton. This is segment number two of the show, and this is being 
recorded on Thursday. We broadcast on Saturday. And on Monday, <laughs> August 17th, it's hitting season, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm, talk- I'm not talking about baseball. I'm talking about football. <laughs> that is the Novacare, the complex. Pads on pads. They're going to be thumping. We will have no idea who's hitting who. Who's oh, running so, past so, who. The media, so the media won't be allowed? So I'm not sure because in oh, some cities, in some cities oh, they on. are like the, the Raiders have media there. Washington ha- is limited. The Raiders have some people. The the Washington football team has some people. I haven't heard anything about Philly. So I just sure. need I just need one with a with, need one with a with a good iPhone 11 Pro Max to take video of the wide receivers. That's all I'm asking for. So you want one person? You want one person to oh, look well. at? I nominate Bo Wolf. <laughs> the one person to look at the leader of the wide receiver <laughs> locker room, Greg F. Ward, and tell you how good he's looking in the slot. Is that what you need? Yes. 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 I I, I need all the Greg Ward. Oh, my God. You know what? You know how we just said, Roy, how we thought that the Sixers season ended July 1st? Or you mm-hmm. know what I think the season ended for uh, for the Eagles this year? The, day, the first day of free agency. Yeah. Well, you see, see I, I, I think you're slowly coming my way, my friend. No, I am. I am. Again, I want to be optimistic, um, probably because <laughs> I don't. I didn't think this was going to happen a couple of months ago, and now it's kind of sort of happening. So I want to be optimistic that it happens and ends and finishes well. Not sure if it does, um, but I do see that the fact that Greg Ward is destroying everybody according to his his wide receivers <laughs> coach. Um, is a leader. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, because, because he's a very impartial. He's an impartial guy. Let me ask you. A, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know who Aaron Moorhead is now. Who? Okay, okay. So when they say the wide receiver room, right? There are two pretty well established veterans in said room, correct? Who? No, in the room, physically in the room. Deshaun and who? The guy who's not healthy, but he's in the room. Is he? I don't think he's allowed in the room. You can he can he don't have to, he can't practice, but he could be in the room. But he's allowed to be in the in the facility. He's in the facility. He had he got tested on all that. Yeah, he came through. Okay, okay, okay. So he's in so the room, he, right? So he's got his his rollabout. So he's in the room. It aren't one of them the leaders of the room? How, do, the room? Do, do you Maybe? remember the do you remember? 2019 season. Do you remember <laughs> um, uh, 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 someone by the name of Josina Anderson? Do you remember the stories about how a, a, an offensive lineman almost brodied the guy in, in, in the wheelchair? Greg Ward's been a wide receiver for an hour and a half. That's I. We have guys who've been wide receivers for longer than that. Who've got been well compensated for being wide receivers in this league, and and, I, and still and and still being and still, being and still are and still are. How are they not the leaders of the lock? I don't know. I, I'm just, he, I don't people know. People keep telling <laughs> me about this redemption tour that's going to start what six years from now. Like no, people, people like. I, I understand that people like being optimistic and like more power. I'm just. I, I, I choose. I, I'm selectively optimistic, but for a guy who is underachieved and or been injured and or been a snitch for the last two years, <laughs> I he's, that's not the one dude I'm gonna hang my hat on and be optimistic for. That's, that's all fair. I'm saying. That's, and that, then and, and then the other guy, Mister Twenty Five Miles an Hour, I'm glad that he's <laughs> that that he's repenting and like and, and like going to all these these Jewish sites. But the question is, will he be able to run 25 miles an hour? Um, with pads on? Well, t- yes. TBD. TBD. Yeah, no, we'll no. That, you know what? If, 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 if I had five things I wanted to do for Mr. Wolf, I would say, Mr. Wolf, one of the five things I need to see is, is Deshaun running fast. Because there's a lot of hopes and dreams on this guy's legs. I, I mean, like, because mm-hmm. if, if, he's, if, if he's not healthy, the season's garbage. D, it's DOA it, like, like, because the season doesn't work if yeah. Deshaun's not that dude. 
Yeah, the Eagles have depth at some position and not and don't have depth at other other positions. The one they don't have depth at is is where do the they have depth? Well, yeah, depth on the defensive line because they have oh, a like, oh, ton of those okay. dudes. Because I think that's the only no. Because if you look at this team, Roy, this team is thin at a lot of places. A lot of there, no, they're thin at a lot of spots. Um, the defensive line got one man deeper. Welcome back, Vinny Curry. One year. Now, now, now is he doing the schmoney dance or is, dance. or? Or or, or 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 is there another dance that 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 that, that that's changed? No, you can you get shmoney. You just gotta gotta socially distance it. But you can or uh, or or more probably get a sack before he does a shmoney dance. He got five sacks last year, which is a lot more than some other guys no, on this team. Remember Derek Barnett? I do remember Derek Barnett, and and Derek Barnett probably remembers Vinnie Curry because Vinnie Curry probably <laughs> took some snaps away from him last year, and he's going to do it again this year apparently. Um, yeah, I I I. I I assume this says something about Derek Barnett, but maybe that's just me. Oh being... no, 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 no! Supposedly this says something about Josh Sweat. Okay. Whatever. No, okay. no. Like if if they had enough faith in in Derek Barnett, and and I think someone said, oh, oh, the young guys aren't going to contribute because of COVID. I'm like, give me a break. No, like this says everything you need to know about Derek Barnett. I mean, like once again, you know how we said like on Tobias Harris, like has to involuntarily step up. There's no volunteering. Derek Barnett needs to involuntarily step up this year. No, Derek Barnett has to. I mean, he's obviously going to start. Derek Barnett has to get seven and a half, eight, eight sacks this year. He has to be a presence this year. Because, again, you're playing next to really good talent at the at defensive tackle. Like, you're playing next to some 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 stars at, at, deep, at deep tackle. You should be able to eat. Because you got Brandon Graham on the other side. You should be able to eat. Again, but we've said this about Derek Barnett for a couple of years, that he should be able to eat. And he hasn't eaten a lot at all. Can't wait for the season, boy. Can't wait. Jatavis Brown, your starting linebacker, one of, one of them, he retired at age 26. Um, so now your starting linebackers are Nate Gary, who just came off the COVID list, uh, TJ Edwards, and Alex Singleton, who we mentioned last week, got eight <laughs> special teams tackles last year. Those are your starting linebackers, my friend. So what was the first day, date of free agency? What you said, July 1st was the date? That was the uh, date? The uh, oh, no, uh, no, that was for basketball. I think it was like uh, March the 1st. Okay, yeah. Whatever the date was that this all went to trash because you didn't sign anybody, um, that's the date that, that – Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. I think it was like post-COVID. Or like, I think it happened in April or something. But yeah, I mean – yeah. but, but nonetheless, I mean like, when are we going to start criticizing Howie Roseman? You got to talk – like the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl passes over, man. That thing ran out. Yeah, that smell, like, the new car smell gets – the new car stops being a new car, right? Yeah. Like, if so, you can criticize Elton Brand within, like, uh, two hours after he got he got the job. No, but he, no, no, but he had an all-time terrible thing. And, <laughs> and, like, he had nothing to, like, stand on. Howie Roseman at least had a Super Bowl to stand on. And, 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 two, and a playoff appearance he pulled out of his hat. But, like, the, the disappointing drafting – the not drafting impact players, drafting bad play, like no signing bad players. I mean, no. like remember Mike Wallace? No, they they've signed a bunch of guys who just didn't do anything. Yes, like they signed like a bunch of those linebackers, like L- LJ Forts and all these guys, and they didn't do who anything. Ended up, who ended up being good at other places? Yeah, which is which makes it worse. I mean, you signed a lot of guys that, that turned out to be either bad here, and then they went somewhere else. Patrick Chung, who turned out who in other places and turned out to be good. Um. Again, that's probably an indictment on you. Maybe it's an indictment on the coaching staff. Who knows? But yeah, no, I I think I saw something where I think the Eagles are in the bottom tier of young talent under twenty five. Yeah, yeah, again, because you think about it, like all the all of the their talent under twenty five, not all of most of it's not very good. It's not very good. Nope. And those guys who they drafted recently, like you know, there's a question as to whether or not they'll be re-signed. Um, oh, but my I, Sanders, though, like that is that is every every Eagle fan. They have that in their back pocket when they're like when they hear about oh the Eagles don't have twenty four. Oh, what about Monsters? Like and yeah, no, you need more than that. Again, we don't, we don't pay you. Oh, sorry, I forgot Jalen Rieger. Oh, first of all, like we don't pay you. I keep saying people, we don't pay GMs to hit on first, second, and third round picks. It's not what I pay you for. I pay you for fourth and fifth round picks. You blown first and second round picks. We seen <laughs> J Jaw. So the stuff, the stuff I'm not even paying for. You're blowing. And then you're not even getting talented guys later in the draft. Sidney Jones. Sidney Jones. Jones. Okay, Mike, fam, like, what are we doing? So you got Jay Jones, Sidney Jones, and Derek Barnett. It's like, fam, like, I, I expect you to hit those picks, and you ain't even hit those. You ain't Roy, I think, Roy, I think this is the season that all the bad, that all the suspect drafts come back to haunt them. Yeah, because I, 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 like, right. 
I think for the even in the last couple of years, not not last year, but maybe in the uh, year after the Super Bowl, they were still pretty deep. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, like when they could go out with an injury and still have like when like if Michael Bennett went out for a game, they always had Chris, right. or when like or or whenever like one of the quarterbacks went down, which was often. You you had Avante or um or uh Strap or Sue, down the yeah, right. yeah or or Corey Graham. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Who who's coming who's coming in at quarterback if Sidney Jones gets hurt this year? Uh Sue? Oh, oh, oh crap, he's still around. He's still around. <laughs> this dude yeah. has been dissed forever. Avante? Like what else they'll do around? They go nowhere. You would have thought my man would have at least had the like wherewithal to say, "Yo, just trade me." Like you obviously don't want me. Just trade me. No, but he thinks that he could beat these dudes out, and I don't blame him because these dudes aren't that good. <laughs> no, and, and, yeah. And the thing is, what if what if one of the safeties goes out? Oh, dude, I don't know what happens. I have no idea if you lose a safety. I don't know what. I mean, I mean, you did sign Will Parks, but I mean, like. I mean, can he? Can is he ready to step up? I mean, look, first of all, this is Jalen Mills' first year at safety. First of all, so let's let's, gotta, let's talk about that. Ever and then you got Ronnie McLeod, who was fine last year, but I mean, if if he gets hurt and you have to go with Will Parks and Jalen Mills, God bless you. What um, are the top three? What are the top three positions on this team? As far as best best positions, yes. In no particular order, uh, quarterback, tight end. D tackle, <laughs> not much. Yeah, I mean that's it. Oh, that's oh, it. oh, no, no, no. We didn't talk about our receiver, man. Come on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. running back, we still don't even have a backup running back. I mean, Corey Clemens is number two. You're gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> All right, I really wish we had Devontae Freeman now. You know, <laughs> like it's bad when like the one position no one looks for, you won't even got. No, no. And like you said, the, the Cowboys just signed Everson Griffin, you know, like during the COVID. Um, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles can't even sign him back at running back. Look, I would have took I would have taken Lamar Miller, who just got signed this week. Like Lamar Miller yes. would have been fine with me. Yes. Like, I, you know me. It was anybody but McCoy. It could have been anybody. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the, the Eagles uh, – and the Eagles are going to need depth this year because, again, because the coronavirus is probably going to hit every team in the NFL. That said, the league's coronavirus positive test rate – is less than 1%, 0.81% for players. I think it was 0.53% if you include the staff as well. Daily testing will, will, will continue through September the 5th. After that, it'll be every other day. But again, this is a good thing. This is good to hear. Now, a lot of teams are kind of quarantining themselves <laughs> in hotels near the practice <laughs> facility, much like the Seattle Seahawks are doing. However, rookie cornerback Kamah Sivaran, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. An undrafted free agent, by the way was cut this week after he was caught trying to sneak a female visitor into the team hotel, according to sources. Now, the woman was wearing Seahawks gear in an attempt to disguise her as a player. <laughs> you really – it shouldn't be this hard, right? Oh, no, this is the great – no, you know what? People are going to point to that Lou Williams chicken wing story. This is the best sports-related COVID story of the year. This, this is good. really is – Someone, someone referenced the movie Ladybugs. Like, I, I, I mean, like this really is because one, there's that horny police meme. Like, I mean, this dude is like the lieutenant of that. <laughs> like, I mean, like, and one, bro, you an undrafted free agent? Exactly. Like, you ain't got, you ain't got guarantee. You're probably no. living in that hotel. No, but so you're living in, like, they put you in the Staybridge Suites for the, for the, they put you up there, and you're undrafted. Like, you have zero margin for error. You will not even get on, you might not even get on a few with pads on before they cut you. You're doing this? Oh, no, you ain't, I, I guarantee you, you're not getting signed by another team. No, no, no. Keep, Could you imagine up, him being, his Arliss, like, like, his agent, like is on Twitter and being like, "What? Yeah. What? You can't be." He's like, "What are you doing? You cannot be this stupid." Yeah, no, you deserve again. This is like testing positive at, at the, the combine. combine for weeks. Yeah. Like you can't be that stupid. You can't be. I have questions about your 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 ability to read a playbook if you're this stupid. I'm sorry. No, no, and one be this reckless too. I mean, like you would think that an undraft an undrafted rookie 
would literally be doing anything, would just sit in his room. Exactly. Read the playbook all day. That's it. Yes. Yes. Don't even play Fortnite. I wouldn't even bring Fortnite. I'd be like, Coach, where's where's the playbook? Dude, He's like, you, aren't you playing Fortnite? I'm like, no. He's like, all you need to do for one month is to sit in your room, read your playbook, and know and do everything you possibly can. Like, This is your only chance to get on the NFL roster. You're sneaking women into the hotel. Because have have you heard of this kid before? No. no. And, you, and chances are after this you won't. Because Probably no, this, this – no, you know how like some guys would get blacklisted from the NFL for, for all the wrong reasons? This might be one of the right – because you can't have someone this, frankly, dumb on your team. No, no, no. Yeah, this guy's cut. I followed him on Twitter just before he locked his Twitter account. Oh, he did? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's going to lock it because you have to lock it after, after this. Because everybody's <laughs> going to come at this dude for just being an idiot. Oh um, my god! Yeah. I after the show, I got to send you what Nate Robinson said on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I need, I need to see that. All right, we got three minutes left. Really quick, I do want to mention multiple conferences have do, are doing different things when it comes to college football. The Big Ten and Pac-12 postponed their seasons. They may play in the spring. The ACC, Big Twelve, and the SEC still planning to play along with some other uh, conferences, <laughs> including Chris Domingo's favorite conference, the AAC. Oh, really? Yes. So, they're so doing we're going to play. See- we're gonna see Temple football. Woo! Temple football, not UMass, because UMass has already quit. But now, what's the uh, now what's the Temple football uh, motto this year? Uh, like hope, Temple tough. Hopefully, we can finish the season. Okay, I don't know. We, like, we got a Nike contract. I think that's the new <laughs> motto. Are we gonna see a football season this year? College uh, football, NCAA. Yes, we will. And in, in, in some iteration. Okay, and is is a title. If they're gonna, because I assume they're still gonna be a title. <laughs> is the title Fugazi? Because Davo Swinney says it's not Fugazi. Is the title Fugazi? Well, considering twenty percent of the people are going to be there, forty percent, forty. I mean, <clears throat> this could be the most Asterichi championship if there is one. If they finish, yeah. If if they finish, it's like fam, it's like the BCS ain't the same without the Big Ten and the Pac twelve. It's just Fugazi. Yeah, no, I, I mean like. Y- y- like and I respect like all the conferences like for doing what they feel is necessary. Like I, I'm not one of these people that say cancel all the sports. Da 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 da. Like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 thought, or the Pac-10 or Pac-12 thought, we have the information from our doctors to say, yo, this isn't cool. But if another group of doctors from whatever conference say, yo, we have all the information to back it up that we think we can do this, try it. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gonna finish. Right. But I, no, like I, come come on, like. You you work. I've worked in higher ed. Like this is going to financially impact colleges for a long time. This isn't just like oh they'll be they'll be fine next year. No, no. they will not be fine next year. No. So I mean, whatever you need to do to have this safely and to like just sustain something, by all means, do it. And and by the way, uh, guys, an endowment's not like a checking account. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just take, no matter what you're endowment is, you can't just take all the money. It's like, oh, man, they're going to lose $100 million. We'll just take all that $100 million out of the endowment and just test everybody. No, fam, it's not how it works. No, no, you don't get a pin number for your endowment. No, it's not, yeah, yeah, you can't just draw down on that thing like an ETM. It's not, it's not how it works. No, but, but of course, people <laughs> that speak on this are like, oh, Penn has a $900 million endowment. I'm like, yeah, okay. because, yeah. Because the, because that's a because that's a Wells Fargo account somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Because and he can't touch ninety five percent of that nine hundred million dollars. How about that, buddy? <laughs> Crazy. All no, right. but like, but I feel like no. Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to like say like, oh, you're you're morally corrupt for trying the season. Do it. Try it. Yeah. If you can, <laughs> if, if you, can if you, if try you need it to test ten times a week or something, do it. Please. Yeah, if, you could, if you could try it safely, and again, if you can afford the testing, because that's a problem. That's yeah. The thing. If you can afford the testing on a regular basis, then again, you can try it. Like it, it, it's okay. And if again, if it gets crazy, then stop it. All right, thirty seconds left, really quick. I need your prediction. Flyers, Canadians. Who wins the series? Um, uh, I'm gonna go Flyers four games to two. Four to two versus the Canadians. Hopefully, we'll have. Well, we will definitely have next time we're on the air. We'll have an update on that and. Next week on the show, you have homework now. You got to do it. It's fantasy football time. You got to no! do it. Fantasy oh football God. time. Oh, we're just going to do everything in one week. We're not doing. We're not going to break this up. Everything. Are we going to have our draft? I guess. I don't know. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, all of it. We got to get our. <laughs> give, me, give me your top tens. Have your top ten ready. Oh you my be God. Be good to go. <laughs> all right, I'm going to have to like go into like Matthew Barry's like 
Twitter. I no, I, I'm not even playing radio. I have not looked at one ranking all year. You got a week. You got to okay. We got to do it. We got to do it. All right. That's it for this edition of the Broad Street Line. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. But until next week, we are done. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Back to school or learning at home, we got you for way less at Five Below. Snag our new $5 backpacks, give your space a redo with fresh work from home stuff, or check off your dorm room list. Study space, home space, wherever. Shop Five Below in stores and online now. Back to school or learning at home, we got you for way less at Five Below. Snag our new $5 backpacks, give your space a redo with fresh work from home stuff, or check off your dorm room list. Steady space, home space, wherever. Shop by below in stores and online now.